staggered over the edge of the carton, crossed out the 25 cents on his sign, and wrote 20 cents above it. Kittens for sale! Debbie's voice sounded encouraging as she hid socks under two of his littermates. He promptly wiggled out. On a day like this, his own fur was warm enough. Why do you keep hiding socks? George tried to look as if he just happened to be standing there by the mailbox and had nothing to do with the kittens. Because he's the best kitten, and I want to keep him, said Debbie. Dad won't let you, his brother reminded her. He says the house is getting to smell like cats. Socks found himself plucked from the litter and cradled in the girl's arms. Well, at least we can find a good home for him. Debbie was admitting the truth of her brother's statement. I don't want just anybody to take socks. You don't see a line of people forming to buy kittens, do you? asked George. To pass the time, he had read the headlines of the newspapers in the rack and the label on the mailbox and was starting in on the signs posted in the windows of the market. Socks tried to climb Debbie's T-shirt, but she held him back while she watched the faces of shoppers for signs of interest. Once, a man approached, but he only wanted to drop a letter in the mailbox. A woman paused long enough to look at each kitten and then say, No, I can't bear to think of anything as warm and furry as a kitten on such a hot day. Children entering the market with their parents begged to be allowed to buy a kitten. Just one, please, please, with their very own money. But no one actually bought a kitten. I guess it just isn't kitten weather, said Debbie. Socks struggled to free himself from the heat of the girl's sweaty arms. Be good, Socks, said Debbie. We're trying to find you a nice home. Fat chance. George had finished reading the signs in the window and was even more bored. Special prices on ground beef and soap and announcements of cake sales did not interest him. A woman with her hair on rollers, wearing a muumuu and rubber thong sandals, herded three children and a tired-looking mongrel across the parking lot. The tallest, a girl barely old enough to read, shrieked, Mommy! Look! A kitten sale! I want one! I want one! shouted her younger brother and sister. Debbie and George exchanged a look. The dog, sensing a long argument, lay down in front of the market door where customers had to step over him. Panting used up all his energy, and he had none left with which to investigate kittens. I want that one with white feet, said the boy, who was wearing new swimming trunks. I saw him first, the younger girl shoved her brother. Cut it out, you two, ordered the mother, guiding her brood across the traffic lane. Not socks. Please, not socks. There was desperation in Debbie's whisper. Socks could feel thumping beneath her T-shirt as she held him closer. They're the kind that will squeeze him and forget to give him water. I can tell. George did not answer, but he frowned as the three children approached. He had good reason to quarrel with his sister, but that did not mean he approved of quarreling. The oldest of the three joined the squabble. I get him because I'm the oldest. You two can have bad dog. The dog, hearing his name, lifted his head, decided nothing of importance was happening, and dropped it again. The younger girl, who was wearing her sister's outgrown shorts and blouse, objected. 
Just because you're oldest, you always think you can have everything. No fair, shouted the boy. Bad dog belongs to all of us. Debbie unhooked the kitten's claws from her T-shirt and tried to hide him behind her back. Socks struggled. Until this morning, Debbie always had been careful to support his feet when she held him, and she never had squeezed before. I want that one with white feet that girl is hiding, said the older girl. Me too, me too. The boy jumped up and down and clutched his swimming trunks, which his mother had bought for him to grow into. I know. The younger sister had found a solution. Mommy can buy us each a kitten. That's what you think, said the weary mother. One is plenty. We'll take the one with the white feet. Socks had almost wiggled free when a second pair of hands seized him. He felt himself being lifted. Metal creaked. The hand.